0: You are now tuned in to the AddictedToSuccess.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next-level game changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on AddictedToSuccess.com.
1: Now, before we get into this interview, I just wanted to share with you a few words from our sponsor, Design Crowd. Now if you haven't heard of DesignCrowd, they are an amazing online marketplace that helps businesses outsource their graphics, logos, and web designs with access to over 500,000 designers around the world. And the cool thing is, within a few hours of submitting your design requirements, you'll receive 50 to 100 plus designs from designers around the world, so you have the best chance to pick that perfect design for you. You know, I personally love this option because I use it in my business ventures and projects because it saves me on a few major things in life such as time, uh, energy, and also the headache of going back and forth with designers. You know, the great thing about DesignCrowd is it's affordable, it's scalable, without you even needing an in-house design team, which I absolutely love, and it's that flexibility of going to it whenever you need. So the good folks at DesignCrowd are kind enough to offer you as an exclusive Addicted to Success listener, the VIP Custom Design Upgrade Pack, which will save you over $100 on a deluxe project for any type of custom design, including logos, business cards, websites, flyers, and emails. So head over to designcrowd.com slash success, and the promo code is success. That's S-U-C-C-E-S-S. Okay, now let's get into this interview.
2: Ladies and gents, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. We have the man of the hour, the man of the week, the man of the month, the multi-multi-millionaire uh, entrepreneur, author, speaker, coach, Absolute legend that's rocked the podcast twice with us already and killed it every time. We got Grant Cardone in the building. What's up, Yo, Grant?
0: Joel, 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 you want to tell him what you said when you said I look like a million dollars? What my response was?
2: <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, uh, you know, Grant asked me, you know, how do I look? Am I all good on camera? And I said, You look like a million bucks. And I was like, Wait, wait a minute, mate, you look like a hundred million bucks. Yeah, yeah, e- yeah. he yeah. said, If I was a million, I'd kill myself. <laughs>
0: Dude, I remember, I remember, you know, people ask me all the time and say, hey, man, do you remember your first million dollars? And I said, look, you don't really I didn't make a million dollars like I I, just accumulated over time. And one day you look up. I mean, if you're out there pushing and shoving, you're not looking at your bank account every day. Yeah. You know, you're 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 trying to get customers. You're trying to get out there. It's such a freaking struggle. And then one day, if you do all the right things, you'll look up and you'll be you'll have you know, you'll have uh, six zeros in that account with, with, with hopefully a number on the front of it. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. No, I 100% agree with that. What do you think the biggest mistake is that people make when they get a million dollars that you see? Because, you, you know, you work Dude, with I a mean, lot of people they, that are investing and that, that talk to you about money. So what's the biggest mistake yeah, they make?
0: Look, look there's three, three things people need to learn about money. How to make it. Most people never learn how to make it. Fewer people know how, know how to keep it. And almost nobody, almost nobody knows how to multiply it. Yeah. So the one percenters, the ones that are getting super rich, do they know number three? But you you can't do number three without the first two. You got to get it. Easy to get it if you know how to go out and, and talk to people, or no. force yourself to go out and talk to people because it's not easy for anybody talking to people. Two, the hard thing, man. People people get a million dollars and they go blow it, man. I mean, look at Kanye. Kanye's Kanye's in debt fifty five million dollars. You know, it's like, bro. I mean. How many Bugattis do you need? (laughs) Okay. And so, and so, and the third thing is like, even if you know how to make a lot of money and keep it, like if you want true freedom, you have to learn how to exit up and multiply it and start getting money to work on money. So I I look at money like, like money is to be used. Okay. It's not, I want to use money like little to build pyramids like slaves, like little pieces of paper that can multiply. We know money's going down in value. So if you if you don't want your money to go down in value, you got to get that money that's going down in value to produce babies.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Grant, when do you feel was the first time that you really caught on to the whole multiplying thing? Was it when you invested in real estate? or Was it in your yeah, own business? Yeah, yeah, probably.
0: probably uh, well, I mean, really, there was two big events for me in my life. One was when I was eight years old. And I lost a quarter and uh, I, I went home and I told my dad I lost the quarter he gave me to go to the store. And he says, never play with money. And my grandfather was at the house that day and he was a gambler. This guy was a freaking unbelievable character. And he, he either had no money in his pocket or he had a freaking role. He was either balling or broke. <laughs> and he looked, he grabbed me and he says, son, the problem is not that you were playing with money. The problem is that you only had one quarter. Never have only one quarter and ever since that day I was like do you need a lot of quarters because you're gonna lose a quarter one day And the problem is not that I lost a quarter The problem is that I'd only had one and now I'm down to zero. The second event was in 2009 when the economy crashed Dude, I, I was already financially I was successful, you know, probably top one or two percent uh, From a wealth standpoint on the planet and I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying it because it still wasn't enough. Because when when the economy crashed, like it was the top sliver of the slivers that didn't get affected, mm. and even those people got affected. So it cut things close. I thought I thought I was all right, and I wasn't. And it, and what had happened was the money made me average. I had lost my obsession with with going out and expanding. Mm. And so like the first time, dude, I ran into Addicted to Success. I ran into your sites. I'm like, bro, what am I thinking, man? (laughs) You you had millions of people following you. I'm like, what was I thinking? You know, I got a sliver compared to what you got. And I got all this great content, all these great books, all these great programs. But I didn't do what you did, which was go wide and get people to know you.
2: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I see what you're doing now and you're, ab- you've, you're absolutely tuned in to what is needed online. You're getting crazy exposure. And this is the thing too. It's not, it's not what you have, it's who you become. And so people want grant. At the end of the day, they want grant, you know, that's why they buy your book too. They want a piece of what you have to offer. And I think a lot of people focus on the wrong things. They're always like going for the things around. Them. That's why Kanye goes and buys a bunch of Bugattis yeah 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 because
0: you know because i i think i think kanye for instance you know there's a good example i went and saw him at a concert the other night and i I wondered when it was over if he was gonna have to go do chicks and blow and 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 and, and, you know alcohol all night to give him the sensation of being back on the platform again and the reality is that happens to a lot of rock and roll people because they don't have anything else to obsess on except their art and and so i remember reading the book uh The One Thing. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I like that book. It's good. But you know what? I don't have one thing. I got a bunch of things. There has never been one thing so big that it could keep me excited. Yeah. I have the grant that I know today has always had a desire to do a bunch of things. Not not one thing. I've never had one purpose. You know, that was just a bunch of people telling me I had one purpose. I, I think people have a lot of purposes. And in fact, I don't think any one purpose can actually fill a person up. And and I and I know this from like my marriage. I'm married to this great chick, but she can't fill me up. I got two beautiful kids, but they can't fill me up. You know, I got one business. That one business did not satisfy me. It was the second business, the third business. The real estate business has been you know, back to an earlier question, like it's been the one that really showed me what's possible Mm. because, because it's working for me when I'm not working and it's allowing me to do things like what I'm doing here. You know, for me to, for for anybody to release a book in a big way, you're going to lose money. You know, people think that people that release books make a lot of money for, to make a book work, you need to spend a lot of money. And so my real estate business and my other two companies actually allow me the funds to, to to be able to make a project work in a big way.
2: Yeah that's right everything's touching everything right yeah. and so when you when you know that and you, you uh, put energy into each thing effectively, you can lift everything. You can elevate everything to a higher level. You know, it's That's crazy because I remember, you know, getting into a starting addicted to success when I started blogging and, and all that. I went all in, man. I was like, like you said before, like whatever it takes, right? I yeah, just yeah, had yeah. no, it was just like the laser beam focus was on and I just did not stop until, you know, I had the team and everything. Then I moved to the next thing and then the next thing. So, I think a lot of people get it confused. They think it's just one thing for the rest of your life, which is bullshit because we're yeah. meant to grow. Like we're, yeah. we're human beings, we grow, man. We're like you look at nature, it grows. Like we're all here serving purposes and multiple purposes. Uh, so that's great that you um, clearly define that because I think it's one of the biggest things is that people think they should be just stuck in one corner. It's uh, so not true.
0: Yeah, and and, and look, it's not, it's not, you know, your potential is bigger than that. You know, people yeah. can do more than one thing. Look, look at all the greats. All the greats did more than one thing and they all left their homes and they all left their villages, you know, and they all got... They all did things they didn't want to do. You know, I I hear a lot of guys saying right now, like, hey, only do the things you want to do. Dude, I do stuff I don't want to do every single day. Okay, (laughs) so I I don't know who these people are that don't do the things they don't want to do. Maybe they were given a business or something. But I'm going to tell you something, man. If you don't do the things you don't want to do, you're not going to grow your business. You won't keep your business. I'm telling you, you have to be willing to do. you got to be so obsessed that you don't care. Yeah. See, an obsessed person doesn't care if they have to clean a toilet. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, an obsessed person doesn't care if they if they don't like that activity, but they have to do it. You're obsessed. You're in it. You do it anyway, no matter what.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think that is, Grant? What do you think that is, that inner thing inside of you that just like, that gives you that constant flow of energy?
0: I, I think it's a choice. I think I think you need to understand that there's nothing in between obsessed or average. You're either all in or you're not. Mm -hmm. Like, like quit kidding yourself. Quit thinking there's some gray in the deal. Yeah. You know, because everybody's trying to explain. Yeah, but man, I'm fine. Okay. I'm all right. I don't need all that. Well, good. So just, just have this, just have black or white, no gray. Mm hmm. You know, there's no variations here because there's so many gradients within black or white. There's so many different shades of white and so many different shades of black. So if if obsessed is black, for instance, and average is white, dude, there's so many different grades of white. Right. There's so many different grades of black. But what we do know is this. All the people over here. Dude, these are the geniuses. This is where the Steve Jobs and the Mozarts and the Jesuses and the and the Mohammeds and the dude, all the guys that we talk about for freaking the the Elon Musk, if we know their name, they were not over here in this average camp. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So so it's either for me, like, like if you want to light the freaking unit up and stay motivated, just simplify it and quit trying to explain average. Yeah. It's average, man. Look up the word, (laughs) bro. Okay. And I'm not saying you need to be obsessed. Mm -hmm. I think you are anyway. You're obsessed with something. I think everybody's obsessed with that. I I think everybody has an addictive quality about them. Yes. So, so I'm addicted to survival, man. I'm addicted to, to, to talking. I'm addicted to fun times. I, I, you know, when I was 25 years old, I had a drug addiction. And I think that drug addiction was caused by my refusal to be obsessed with success, money, finances, James Bond. Dude, I always wanted to be the coolest dude in the room, bro. You know, and, 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 and I was told not to do that. Yeah. And so by the time I'm 16, 17, 18 and 19, I'm denying so many parts of me. If mm. somebody offers me some weed, I'm like, yeah, I think I'll do that now. And the next thing you know, I'm smoking weed every day. Next thing you know, I'm popping pills. Next thing you know, I'm snorting cocaine every day. And the next thing you know, I got a drug problem and I'm 25 years old and I've been stuck in this problem for nine years, man. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, what I did, Joel, was I went to a treatment center, put the drugs down for for 28 days, and I came back and I basically replaced that drug addiction back with the things I should have been addicted with.
2: Yeah. Yeah, addicted to success, right? Th- exactly. Th- this is the thing too. This is the thing too, Grant. It's like a lot of people draw the the line in the sand, which is still the halfway point. You got to draw the line in the cement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And solidify it. Make a decision. That's when things change. Uh, you know, I, I was uh, coaching someone the other day, and they same thing. They're like. They want to give up drinking because they know how much it's affecting their relationship and their business, everything, but they they haven't made a decision. They're like, I think I'm going to make a choice, but they haven't made a solid decision. I think people do that every time, uh, you know, all day, every day within their business. They haven't made a decision that like this year I'm going to make a million or this year I'm going to bring in a hundred clients. You know, it's just like, it's not selling for anything less. another thing that I notice people do as well is they put other people on pedestals and go, well, that person's amazing. That person's great. That person, like I could never be that person. They're like letting themselves off the hook.
0: Dude, it's, it's so invalidating to you. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, and and this starts, this starts, this is again, somebody trying to make sense of average. Yeah. You know, anybody can be obsessed. Like the guy that you're talking about drinking, I just tell him, Hey dude, why don't you just go grant, what's your favorite booze? Good. Then go freaking just freaking just hammer yourself over and over. Go get you a t-shirt says I'm a drunk. OK, go freaking go homeless. Get under the bridge, bro. Go freaking run it out for freaking 30 days. OK, <laughs> you want to be a drunk? Go be a freaking full time. <laughs> go all in, bro. And let's just go ahead and run the thing out and get it out of your system. OK, yeah. or or make a decision to be that other guy. Yeah. Obsessed with helping people not drink. Huh. Obsessed, obsessed with your health, man. Obsessed with being a great dad, because right now you're being you're worthless to everybody, including yourself. Mm. and and back to the other thing that you were saying like like i remember my mom told me one day she's like you know grant i I love you just the way you are because i tell i'm telling her about all these dreams i have as a child right yeah and i was reminded when my sister told me like 30 years later you know grant you've done a lot we love you just the way you are and i'm like dude i wonder how many times i've been told that you know and and the fact is so what they love me just the way i am i don't Mm. I don't love me just the way I am, which opens up to this whole field of people that's like, just love yourself the way you are. Look, if you're broke, you're not living on purpose. You don't like your job. You can't get away from your job, dude. If you're stuck in a house you don't like, why would you want to love that? Mm. Yeah. You should become obsessed with hating it, man. It's obsessed or average, one of the two. So pick, just pick, get a t-shirt, obsessed. Or get another t-shirt average
2: <laughs> which one would you be more proud wearing right
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah who do i want to be man who yeah. do i want to be how do i how do i want to die man i want to die all in
2: yeah you know that's interesting that you raise that point because i think it's the meaning that we give it right and it's finding the pain points in your life it's like how painful would my life be if i didn't take the action yeah and and uh you know the other thing is that at the, end, at the end of the day, like, we have a short-ass life. Like, why are you going to, like, waste it sitting on the couch, Facebook scrolling, getting distracted, and then justifying it, you know, like, oh, well, I don't have this, I don't have that. The other thing as well that I, that I was uh, speaking to somebody about, I think this is relative, is uh, he, he's a coach for uh, parents raising children. And he said one of the biggest mistakes they make is that they tell their kids all the time when they uh, achieve something, they say, oh, that's perfect. So then they have to live up to this thing of being perfect, and so they feel shit about themselves every time they get a, a C or a B. He said, instead of saying you're perfect, look at the effort that they're putting and say, so "That's awesome that you didn't give up when the time was yeah, hard." Yeah. Like I know you got a B, but like it's it, that's awesome that you just hung in there, and yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. makes a champion.
0: Yeah, I love that, man. Yeah, keep looking for the vein, dude. Keep looking for the vein. You know, internet marketers have this big problem. You know they're like, but 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 we did it. We tried and and we hit the list and and we put the program out and we advertised on Facebook. I'm like, bro, you th- you either found the vein or you didn't. Okay, so I don't <laughs> need to crazy. hear about all this other 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 freaking stuff going on in your head. I don't know what you you either hit the vein or you didn't. Yeah. So like like we're doing this book release right now, mm-hmm. and we we've offered it. Hey, I'll, I'm gonna give I'm giving thirty thousand books to schools. I want one book in every school in America. I'm giving all the book proceeds, sales of the proceeds, all the money that I get from the sale of a book, I'm giving, I'm donating to charity. And I'm, I go in there, I'm like, is this working? Yeah, man, it's working pretty good. Yeah, but dude, is it where we want it to be? No. Well, what are we going to do, bro? We ain't found the vein, bro. We're doing enough already. Good. Give everybody an, uh, uh, w- one chapter of the audio. Did that move it? No. Good. Find the vein, bro. Find the vein. You ain't found the place. Where we crush this thing, yeah. So we just kept. I kept looking, you know. See, the person that's obsessed, man, will not, will not get seduced by an excuse. Ha. They they will keep looking for the vein. A nurse that wants to find blood in my arm will just keep looking, poking around. The drug addict that's a shooter, right? They just keep looking for veins, dude. They'll go between her toes, behind her knee. Dude, they're looking for a vein. So when you're doing, when you're running a program, dude, keep looking for that vein, bro. Okay. So yesterday, Joel, and you'll appreciate this because you understand the internet. I walked in. I says, anybody that buys a book, I'm going to give them their $29 back when they buy it from me, when Mm -hmm. they write a review. Okay. Get the book, read the book, write a review. I don't care if you say I hated it. I'll give you the $29 credit at my store against a digital product, any digital product. I got like 60 of them. Number two, I'm going to give you a 10-hour video program today when you buy the book. You're not going to get it for two weeks. But I'm going to give you a a 10-hour video program of me reading the book. Nobody else on the planet has it. That's 500 bucks. I'm going to give it to you. And if that's not enough, because I want to freaking make it easy on you, I'm going to give you 13 coaching sessions when you deliver the book every day for 13 days so we can just like get people freaking well book sales went freaking nuts we sold more books yesterday on that offer see we hit the vein dude yes yeah and i don't care what it costs me because uh-huh. because my guys in my internet department are like but man where's the all right dude hit the vein bro <laughs> i got plenty of money dude i got money money's not my problem okay yeah money's not the target right now that book is OK. Yeah. And it's important. Even if I got to lose money, dude, I want to win. Yeah. OK. Yep. And if you can't lose money to win, you ain't got any money, mm. which means you're not obsessed yet. Yeah. So the purpose of money, man, the purpose, the real purpose of money is that you can lose it yeah. to win.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. I mean, look, look yeah. at Hillary. Hillary Clinton spending one hundred million dollars a month. To win. Dude, you got you what is money for anyway? See, see, I don't want money to accumulate in the bank. I want to use money so that I can win, Joel. I want to come pick you up (laughs) and
2: flat here, man. They got the Santa Monica airport nearby. You can land there. (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh, it's interesting. I was speaking to somebody the other day and they, uh, they developed an awesome program and they're putting a little bit of money into Facebook advertising they're trying to dial it in, right? Yeah. And the conversation was, they're like, oh, you were spent this much and that much. And I said, you know, it's interesting because at the end of the day, when you're spending money, when it comes to the internet market, it could be a number of other things in business too, you're paying for the data and the analytics. You're paying for the little results you get back each time to be smarter for the next move. And so sometimes, yeah, you, have I- to do that. you know, you get the IQ after a while and then you can then keep you know, duplicating, multiplying in other areas because you get it.
0: Look, I don't even understand the ROI thing. The, the, yeah. the, everybody has this conversation about return on investment. Yeah. Like you don't even understand business. Then. Yeah. You know, you, you 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 are trying to figure out, you're trying to make sense of average. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah. guy, guy look, look at every town in America has the, the mattress guy, you know, Freaking guys spend so much money on advertising. Or how about the My Sleep, My Pillow? My Pillow, <laughs> uh, uh, MyPillow, MyPillow.com. That guy spends so much money in advertising, dude. Like, like, I've never bought a pillow from bro. I'm talking about him right now. So, so like yeah. like the players, man, the big players, they don't care about that. Mm. Why? Because they're obsessed with market domination. Yeah. They want to dominate the market. Now, what happens is they go public and then they got shareholders. And then the shareholders are like, hey, I need to see how much we made this quarter, man. And then all the bean counters get together, average. They've never created anything in their life, dude. They're reading <laughs> spreadsheets. How do you make sense of this? How do you make sense of that? Okay. So, so, so it's the entrepreneur that has to be obsessed yeah. or, or, or you're going to be made into something else. Yeah.
2: 100%. And you look at it like this too, Grant. Let's say you, you drop a five, 5K five or 10K into a Facebook ad. Let's just say you're playing with it, right? Yeah. And then from that, somebody may see that and then come to you and pay you 100K to speak at an event. You just don't know like what can come back from that. Exactly. And so you, how <laughs> the hell can you measure ROI?
0: Because <laughs> you're, you're only measuring money, man. Money is the least important thing. You need money. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's not what you want. You want attention, you want people talking about your products. Like, why would I pay somebody? Why would I give somebody a credit at my store to write a review, good or bad? Because mm. I want the review, man. Because I know that there's going to be somebody that that comes, hits my website. When this thing hits the New York Times bestseller mm. and somebody says, they're going to see it, Grant Cardone, I don't know Grant Cardone. They're going to Google me. Then they're going to go to Amazon and look at the book and they're going to see thousands of reviews. And only then will they buy the book because this is the first time they're hearing about me. Mm -hmm. You know, we we ran a we ran a Facebook campaign the other day and I walked in and they said, hey, it didn't work. I'm like, really? What do do you mean it didn't work? Well, well, there's just nothing. Nothing happened. Really? What did they say? We got a lot of complaints about it. (laughs) I said, "Awesome." I I forget what that. What was that? What was that campaign we did the other day, man? That that great thing came out of it. Okay, Um, damn, damn. What and what do we do with it? And we took this thing that all this information, like you said, the analytics, the data, the feedback people were giving me. Yeah, you know, and I was like, "Oh wow!" Now I know how to communicate with people. Uh-huh. So that wasn't wasted money if I'm paying attention. Yeah,
2: you could have you could have dropped uh, double or triple to pick that up and then waste that money at the end of the day. But you know now, you're smarter now. You get better at chess, right?
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Sometimes I gotta I gotta run a play over here, knowing it's not gonna get me anything, you know. Yeah. To find, I need to miss a bunch to figure out where that freaking bullseye is.
2: Yeah, 100%. So, Grant, what is your favorite chapter in the book?
0: Uh, Probably, man, probably a chapter called Feed the Beast. Feed the Beast. That sounds interesting. People, people call me a beast all the time. They're like, the, uh, probably the biggest question I get is, bro, where, where, where do you get... Where do you get the juice, the energy, dude? Every time I talk to you, you're freaking jacked up. <laughs> yeah. How do you keep that going all the time? Uh-huh. You know? And so this chapter is about feed the beast, starve the doubt. Okay. Yeah. Like, like feed, feed the the dark the darkness in you, man. Quit mm-hmm. denying you got it. Mm-hmm. You know, feed it. Throw throw freaking fertilizer on it, right? Fuel it. And get the people around you to fuel it. Let you be whoever you want to be. You know, I, 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 I used to I used to curse in a lot of my 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 podcasts and and and, um, and my staff would try to stop me. I'm like, look, look, don't don't try to stop me, OK, because I ain't going to stop until I'm ready to stop. And then I heard another cat doing. I'm like, dude, that sounds terrible. <laughs> and then I was like, OK, I got to stop it right now. You know, and, and, but you, you got it. It's got to be you got to get uh, obsessed with it, right? Yeah, you got to You got to make that decision. And maybe it means hitting bottom. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, most of the uh, powerful lessons come from rock bottom. So, Grant, where can we get the book and the course and everything else that comes with it? Because I remember just before this call, you told me all these things that come with it, the bonus and everything. And I just it blew my mind because I don't know anybody that's doing that right now.
0: Yeah. So, so, um, grantcardone.com forward slash obsessed. And what you do is because the book doesn't drop until October 10th. Yeah. So, w- watch what happens. Most people don't understand this until they publish a book. Okay. You're, you're dealing with big companies that are very old. Okay. So, so look, it took 19 months to write this book. It really didn't take 19 months to write the book. It took 19 months to get it to the market and it's still not in the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm dealing with dinosaurs, okay? And that's a problem for the people that want to read my book, dude. They've been like, give it to me, man. And I got a contract that says I can't release the book to you, even though I already have the book on PDF. (laughs) Like, I could have got this book to people four months ago. So finally, finally, Joel, I said, enough, man, okay? So I came to the studio because my contract doesn't say I can't do this. And I read the book. I spent six days. It's 10 hours long. And I deliver the book in full video because my contract didn't exclude me from doing that. So, so, so basically, this is a book on video where i if you like audio, you're going to love this because you can watch it from your phone, your tablet, or your computer. So when you buy the book today, even though you're not going to get the book until maybe the 18th because Amazon won't ship till then, you get me delivering the book to you today. Wow. Okay.
2: So we get to see your handsome mug too. We don't just hear the audio, we see the handsome mug.
0: (laughs) Or you can just listen. If you're driving down the road, man, you you can listen, you know, or or maybe, you know, you can have your wife look at my face, whatever, (laughs) and have fantasies about me. Whatever, right? So so one, you get the book today, okay. Ten days from now, or October tenth, whatever the date is, the book ships out. Three days after that, I'm gonna do a mastermind. So I've read the book to you. Now you get the book and you get to start going through it. And me and you get to go through the book one chapter each night for 13 days. So we're going to really immerse the person in the book. Now, write a review wherever you wrote the book or wherever you bought the book from. Okay, write a review after you read it. Don't write a review before you read it. Send me a copy of the receipt where you bought it and the review. And I'll give you I'll give you a credit for that amount at my store. That's welcome. Now, can can I go back? I want to tell you tell you about this thing I was I, I started. I couldn't answer. We did this ad okay. for the book, and yeah. the ad was drug treatment. Switch one obsession for another. Huh? Okay. And yeah. and 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 I went into the department, the internet department. They, that ad didn't work. Really? What they say? Just a lot of comments, man. A lot of comments. Really? What do you mean a lot of comments? Like more comments than normal? Oh yeah, but no purchases. I'm like, bro, the ad worked. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, it didn't. There wasn't any ROI. Hey, go blow your freaking brains out, dude. Okay. <laughs> Look, here's the deal. First of all, it's my money. <laughs> Spend the money, dude. Spend the money, brother. Okay. What do you mean, man? Why? They didn't convert. I don't need them to convert, bro. I need them to keep giving me comments. Yeah. And basically, they're saying, you're just switching one addiction for another one. Uh, Yeah, no shit.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what
0: I'm doing. Okay? And I want to give everybody permission to do that, man. Look, find your addictive personality. You got one. Everybody's got one. I don't know what it is. Everybody's got one. Find it. Tap into it. There's a freaking gold mine of fusion and, and power and energy and nuclear, right? Mm-hmm. And take that and, and refocus it. That's what I'm going to show people how to do in the book.
2: That's amazing advice. That is absolutely amazing. I think a lot of people live in a fantasy of like, who they think they should be, and they're denying, like you said, parts of themselves where they could really be tapping in. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I can't wait to get the book, man. I, I'm pre-ordering after this. Come on, man. I'm Come in, on, brother. Joe. <laughs> I'm there. Thanks a million, man. Appreciate you. Thanks a hundred million.
0: <laughs> Dude, I was, I was getting ready to say thanks a billion because that's what I'm going for next. Ah, you're going for Billy. All I'm right. Billy Hunt now, man. I'm Billy Hunt.
2: Well done. You, you hit it, man. You hit it, I'm sure. If you're obsessed, okay, dude, get, you hit it. Get over
0: here to Miami, man. I need to see you in the studio in Miami, man. I'm coming out, brother. I'm coming out. Okay. All right. I'll hit you up. And tell, hey, tell all my friends over there in California, man. You guys, you guys y'all need to start hustling a little more, man. <laughs> the weather's too good over there, bro. You guys are in a fantasy, man. Yeah, beach bombs. <laughs> you, you know the thing about LA, the, the, where, what part of uh, California are you in? Uh,
2: Venice in California. Okay,
0: the thing about L.A. That, that, that I now know being in Miami is people lived and and you could probably relate to this, they lived in conceptions, ideas, mm-hmm. yep. a lot of writing going on, a lot of, you know, ideas for a play, uh, a movie, a lot of concepts, dude.
2: Yeah. Not enough action.
0: No action, bro. <laughs> so where's the
2: action, man? Miami and New York or where is it?
0: anywhere but where you are man. Those <laughs> maybe, people, I, man.
2: maybe i should go back to australia
0: <laughs> dude i'm going to australia in may bro maybe you go with me i'm gonna do i'm gonna spend two weeks there
2: May, all right you know maybe yeah. we go do a big tour over there man let's look at that let's look at that okay. may that sounds good to me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. all right show me around man you
0: can show, me around, you can show yeah. me around
2: yeah all right bring your jet man bring your jet yeah i will i will hey
0: joe you're the best brother thank thank you man appreciate you
2: thanks a million mate